Ladies and gentlemen, it is your Raw Review for May 16th, 2022. And this is a very interesting episode of Monday Night Raw, where our original main event was supposed to be a six-pack challenge to determine the new number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. But as the night went on, Things changed. Details started to come out. Some interesting things happened tonight, folks. Uh, Apparently, both Sasha Banks and Naomi relinquished their WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, told upper management that they did not like the way their direction was being sent, they felt like they weren't dis- they weren't respected as a team and they don't want to play no more so they left taping so the main event got scrapped turned into a one-on-one match between Becky Lynch and Asuka the winner would become the new number one contender and take on Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell um Now, the public did not become aware of the issue going on with Sasha and Naomi until I believe it was a little over an hour into the show. They had announced it several times during the beginning about the six man or the six woman six pack challenge and everything seemed good. And we're all excited as being fans covering this going. This could be a great match. Can't wait to see what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden. There's an interview in the back with Becky Lynch talking to Adam Pierce about how Sasha and Naomi just left and, you know, something else should happen. And Adam's like, yeah, you're right. We'll just make it a one-on-one match. So the other two participants were Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. And all of a sudden they're just completely dropped from this whole thing. Uh, there's rumors flying about, about who was supposed to win and reports saying it might have been Naomi. And it's just this it's it's complete utter madness right now. Uh, Everybody's picking sides. Everybody's having all these ideas that they think what what's happening. People are saying, oh, they're going to show up on Dynamite on Wednesday. It's like, guys, guys, come on, come on, come on, come on. Honestly, it's fun to speculate sometimes. But if this isn't a work and this is real, like legit real, this is a big problem, honestly, for everybody involved. Obviously, WWE would lose two massive female talents, and on the other side of things, it's going to be t- probably it's going to be difficult for you know WWE to really kind of play ball with the two of them because you know from an employee side of things, or I should say, from an employer side of things, you're under contract, you're obligated to be out there when you're told to be because the fans pay to see you. Uh, regardless of what the haters said, oh, nobody pays to see Sasha and Naomi. I know people who do, who would love to be able to see them perform. And the fact that they just left, it's kind of kind of rough. But from an employee side of things, you, you, you have to know your worth. And you can't just continue to take, you know, what outdated ideas that get thrown in your face that you this is what you should do i don't know any of the circumstances of what's going on apparently there's been issues that have been rising for uh, quite some time now 
Like it's the 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 tension was palpable and it all kind of came to a head tonight. It's unfortunate. Um the I really feel like the six pack challenge could have been really, really good to watch. Um the show itself was good still, uh, but this really kind of was a black cloud over the whole show. Um, once once we found out what happened. Um you know, for the first hour, we kick things off with the steel cage match between Omos and Bobby Lashley with Bobby getting the win only because Omos threw him through the cage and he literally landed on the cage as it was falling apart. And then he just kind of took a step and walked out and that's how he won the match. Uh, Cedric tried to get involved multiple times. Obviously, this did not, this did not bode well for him. Uh, obviously, then, of course, you know, Big Swole on the internet talking about how is she still going to get, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm just going to leave that there for those of you who are on Twitter and follow big swole and follow Cedric Alexander, you know how they talk to one another on the internet. We'll just leave it at that. Cause you know, what's, you know, you know, what's happening <laughs> after that. Uh, we were supposed to have a one-on-one matchup between theory and Ali. Obviously we know from last week with the Miz being the special guest ref, how that all ended. Uh, but of course, Theory taking the mic saying, you know, he doesn't feel right having this match without a competent referee. So obviously out comes the Miz again. So I'm like, oh, Christ, here we go. And then Theory's like, well, I can't. I, I just don't feel right having this match tonight. So you're going to have a new opponent and it's going to be Veer. And I'm like, oh, Christ, they're feeding Ali to Veer. Okay, let's see how this goes. Well, Ali tried as hard as he could, couldn't get it done, still taps out to Veer. Uh, Veer's finisher is, is pretty ridiculous. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, but, of course, to add insult to injury, rubbing that salt in the wound, Theory and Miz uh, get involved while Veer has the uh, his submission hold in, and they take a bunch of selfies. I got to see one of them once it po- was posted online. It was hilarious. I loved it. However, the Mysterios make their return, chase off Veer and everybody else making the save. So that just defuncts another um, rumor that the Mysterios were not going to come back as a team. So things just flying all over the place right now. I have no idea what's going on. Um, we then had um, Matt Riddle taking on Jimmy Uso, the, which was a, a fun match to watch. Unfortunately, by this time, the rumors had started coming out about what was going on with Sasha and Naomi. So everybody is pretty distracted. And from here on out to the rest of the show, it was pretty much, yeah, the show's on, but this is what's being talked about online. So uh, Riddle gets a win via a roll-up after Jay was caught cheating, uh, trying to help his brother pin Riddle, the ref tosses a J. Jimmy's trying to get back into the match. Riddle rolls him up, gets the win. We then have uh, a promo in the or not a promo, but an interview in the back with Liv, uh, talking about what had happened previously with Rhea. Los Atharios tries to get involved to give the her a kiss cam moment, and thankfully Liv says no, no, not going to happen. Uh, and then is. AG Styles, Finn Balor, come up as Los Lotharios is trying to talk to Liv. 
And they're like, wait, hold on. Guys, get out of here. We have some business we need to attend to with Liv. So get out. AJ and Finn then talk to Liv, stating that, you know, three of them should combine forces to take on the Judgment Day. Or else if they pick, you know, if they don't, they'll pick each other out one on one by one and then they'll be useless. So Liv says, I'll think about it, but ends up going out with them anyways. Um, then we have ourselves a tag team match as it was AJ Styles and Finn Balor versus Los Otharios and Finn and AJ get the win pretty easily here. Uh, we then had a nice little moment with Liv doing the two sweet with the boys. So it looks like the this tandem has turned into a trio. So we'll see what happens going whenever they get another shot at the Judgment Day, which I would say is probably sooner rather than later. Uh, we then have a rematch from last week as Alexa Bliss takes on Sonya Deville. Miss Bliss with some brand new music, kind of a, a, a little maybe metalish twist to her old theme. A lot of people were not really impressed with it. I liked it. It's one of those things that'll grow on me. So we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, Miss Bliss gets the victory once again. Sunday not having a good time uh, with uh, losing her power. We then had Cody come out and have yet another fantastic promo. He's been hitting on all cylinders since he's come back to WWE. And he effectively challenges Seth Rollins for a third match during their feud. But this time, Inside Hell in a Cell. Let's go. Seth is on Titantron, agrees to the match, but has a warning for Cody stating that anybody who has been in a Hell in a Cell match with him has never been the same since. And if you think about it, and if I'm and if I'm remember correctly, everybody who he has been in a Hell in a Cell match with is no longer with the company. Just just saying. After that, we got we got some results on the DNA test that uh, Chad Gable had taken some of uh, DNA from a Dixie cup that Ezekiel had. But unfortunately, the results were contaminated due to barbecue sauce. And of course, naturally, Kevin Owens and Chad Gable both turn and look at Otis. And it just, yeah, I laughed my ass off pretty hard at that. So we don't know what's going on. We don't know if Ezekiel is actually Ezekiel. If he's Elias, we don't know. (laughs) But after that, Chad Gable took on Ezekiel, with Ezekiel getting the victory. Uh, We had an interesting moment in the back. Uh, Again, they're continuing with the 24-7 championship, Uh, how R-Truth was able to actually serve to Zawa the divorce papers for uh, Tamina, while uh, Tazawa was hiding in the trash can, because that's a very is that what I think to do apparently um, Corey trying to run away from our truth as our truth was now wants his baby back once again uh, Dana runs into literally runs into Carmella they have their own little spat about it uh, Dana kind of drags Corey through the mud which I thought was quite funny um, but it looks like Carmella and our truth may be working together once again um, to give Truth, the 24-7 title back, and to give Carmella a chance to shut up Dana. So we'll see what's going going on with that. Lacey Evans then comes to the ring, does a nice little promo for the service men and women, um, and kind of leave it at that. So uh, another rumor saying that she was supposed to be a heel um, on Raw clearly looks to be false once again. She seems to be clearly a face. 
We then had a statement released by WWE on the situation with Sasha Banks and Naomi, basically just apologizing for uh, the unprofessionalism and how, you know, they're supposed to do their effectively do their jobs while they're there and they chose not to and they left. And it's weird because WWE used their wrestling names and not their actual names uh, constantly uh, on commentary. Uh, Corey Graves ripped into both Sasha and Naomi, which is not really all that big of a shock because Corey has always done this when it comes to Sasha. Obviously, doing it with Naomi is a little different. So a lot of people kind of jumped on this talking about how this might be at work because why would they use their wrestling names and not their actual names? Uh, so I don't, I, I don't know. I really, honestly, I don't have an opinion yet um, to be completely honest, because I don't, I don't know both sides of the story. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, we're just hearing the stuff that's just been coming out and it it's, it's really weird to see it happen during a live show um, and have WWE have to quickly pivot. And they did, a, they did a wonderful job, honestly, to pivot to just having a singles match between uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar, uh, which was a fantastic bout in its own right. Um, at the end, Becky was trying to cheat by using Oscar's um, uh, own umbrella against her. But Asuka beat her to the punch using the green mist. Then with a buzzsaw kick, covered up uh, (laughs) Becky's face with her own behind. uh, So the ref wouldn't see the mist until after the three count. Asuka gets the the victory and will challenge Bianca Belair for Hell in a Cell. So like I said, Raw, after the fact, was still real good. It's just... Obviously, everybody wants to know what's going on when it comes to Sasha, when it comes to Naomi. I'm sure we'll find out more in the coming days. Uh, when we do find out more information, if we find more out tomorrow, um, when I do the NXT uh, narrative, I might drop a line in maybe at the beginning of the show, kind of like how I did with this one, talking about the latest news. We'll keep you guys up to date. Uh, I know most of you, if you're on Twitter, you probably already know what's going on. And that's all good and fine. But for those of you who don't go on Twitter, um, we'll be here to, to give you that info. But that's it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook at Ship It Above the Ring. On Instagram is underscore Above the Ring. And on YouTube as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere. Scotty J Stream and this podcast is on every podcasting platform that you could find out there. Most importantly, guys... As always, we do appreciate you, but please don't forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. 
please subscribe and happy listening.